Dave sat on his worn-out couch, scrolling through emails on his phone when it buzzed unexpectedly. A familiar name appeared on the screen. Lisa, his ex. Intrigued, he answered hesitantly. Dave? She began. I've been listening to the Memory Arcade podcast, and it's made me reconsider everything. Maybe we made a mistake breaking up. I think I might still be in love with you. Dave chuckled, finding the notion absurd. Nice try, Lisa. I'm not falling for that. And he hung up on the bitch. Curiosity got the better of him, though, and he decided to check out the podcast. After one episode, something strange happened. Overwhelmed by inspiration, he called his other ex, Sarah. I've been listening to the Memory Arcade podcast, Dave confessed, and I've realized I'm in love with you again. Sarah burst into laughter. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Fuck you, you asshole. Undeterred, she gave the podcast a chance. Moments later, Sarah called her other ex, and the cycle continued. Soon, the Memory Arcade podcast became a global phenomenon, weaving a web of rekindled love one episode at a time. come off as a super narcissist but I just can't help but think that there's someone right now who has the audacity to slide into my inbox ask me to comment and like their TikTok videos and not even consider listening to the Memory Arcade podcast I am the host of the Memory Arcade podcast, the one that you're listening to right now. And some people are in my inbox trying to get me to like, I don't know, like their videos and comment and and stuff. All because I sent them a follow and they followed back. Like I owe them something. Listen, I understand that you're trying to grow on TikTok and I am too. But the truth is, I was using you, okay? I was using you so I can get to my 1,000 followers just like you were using me, and I can go on TikTok Live, okay? Because that was what was important to me. I don't care what kind of content you have. I have a podcast that I'm trying to promote. So stay out my inbox. Quit asking me to like your videos. Okay, if I come across your videos and I think it's interesting, I might hit the like button. And if I hit the like button, it's because I really did like your video. So stop harassing me in, in my inbox and trying to get me to like your stuff. Okay, you don't need to do that. You already have cool stuff. People are going to like your stuff regardless. 
have more confidence in yourself. And you know what? This is why you need to listen to the Memory Arcade podcast because the Memory Arcade podcast is all about being confident. It's all about being comfortable with who you are. So I have a new episode here that I've been sitting on for a few weeks, and I think everyone is going to love it. It's by far going to be the best story you've heard all day. And uh, I can't wait to tell you guys. So I'm not going to waste any more of your time. Please get comfortable. Sit down. You're going to need to sit down for this story because this story is absolutely insane. And just get your favorite blanket. Just kind of kick back. Don't even get a drink this time because you're going to be so thrilled with this story that you're going to not, you're going to just forget that you're thirsty. Simple as that. And then you don't want to make yourself have to pee either because this story is going to be so exciting that you're not going to want to get up to pee. So, um, okay, so this story is called Undercover HR. And here's the story. The fluorescent lights hummed overhead as Emily sat at her desk, pretending to laugh off yet another cringe-worthy pickup line from her boss, John. Day in and day out, she endured his inappropriate comments with a practiced smile. But behind his back, she vented to her co-workers about the constant harassment. She said that earlier, he said, Do you have an ugly boyfriend? No. Do you want one? And the other day at lunch, he said, I'm the weatherman, but you can expect a few inches tonight. And just as I was leaving yesterday, he said, are you 0% APR loan? Because I'm having trouble understanding your terms, and you aren't showing any interest. Little did Emily know, one of her colleagues, Jeff, was more than just an ordinary co-worker. He was undercover HR slash CEO slash billionaire owner, secretly observing the dynamics within the company. Jeff had heard enough of John's behavior through the grapevine, and he decided it was time to take matters into his own hands. One day, Jeff approached Emily discreetly in the break room, revealing his true identity. Shocked and relieved, Emily spilled the details of John's relentless advances and inappropriate comments. Jeff's face hardened with determination as he vowed to address the issue. The next morning, tension filled the office air as Jeff confronted John in front of the entire staff. The room fell silent as Jeff, now in a tailored suit instead of his usual casual office attire, unleashed a verbal barrage on John. You think you can harass and demean your co-workers with impunity? Jeff's voice echoed through the office. Those days are over. John, initially smirking, began to grasp the gravity of the situation. As Jeff continued to expose John's misconduct, the atmosphere grew increasingly tense. Suddenly, John, unable to handle the exposure, swung a punch at Jeff. But Jeff dodged it and swung a punch back, cracking John in the jaw. Jeff then threw a knee into John's stomach. Then John quickly grabbed a hammer and swung at Jeff with it but he missed him and hit some guy named Greg instead. Then Jeff threw a karate kick 
but John caught it and was holding it. Right when John thought he had the upper hand in this fight, Jeff used his other leg to kick John in the face and made him trip over Greg's knocked out body. The office erupted into chaos as the two engaged in a violent fist fight. Desks were overturned, papers scattered, and the once pristine office space transformed into a battleground. Dozens of co-workers whipped out their phones, capturing the brutal showdown. Both John and Jeff's faces were covered in blood. The fight reached its climax when Jeff, using a combination of skill and sheer determination, threw John towards the office window. The glass shattered as John crashed against it. In a shocking turn, Jeff leaped after him, executing a mid-air elbow drop. The two plummeted from the 74th floor, landing into a chaotic heap on the street below. The impact knocked John unconscious, and Jeff stood victorious over the fallen harasser. Brushing off his suit, Jeff addressed the dead and battered John. Consider yourself terminated, he declared, making it clear that John's reign of harassment had come to an abrupt end. As Jeff walked back into the office, the stunned co-workers turned off their phones, processing the surreal events that had just unfolded. Emily, along her colleagues, watched in awe as the undercover CEO revealed his true identity and brought justice to their workplace. The office atmosphere shifted from fear to relief, signaling the beginning of a new era, one free from harassment and intimidation. Emily ran over to her new hero, Jeff, and gave him a hug to say thank you. Jeff felt Emily was coming on him too strong, so he fired her so that things wouldn't get out of hand again like they were when John was around. The end. Okay, so here in this story, we have a case of harassment at the workplace by a boss who is hitting on a worker named Emily who is just trying to do her job and won't be left alone by her by her boss, by her shitty boss, who keeps coming onto her strong and making very sexual advances towards her and says these pickup lines towards her that are just over the line, over the top, over everything, just very inappropriate and just bad. It's just bad stuff. It's just not something that anyone anyone should be saying, but especially a boss who is coming on to Emily, just saying pickup lines like, I'm no weatherman, but you can expect a few inches tonight. If you if you say something like that to anyone, you're just asking for a fight or you're just asking to be fired. You're asking to be pushed up, you know, thrown through a window, you know, beat up and possibly killed. And that's what happened to John here. John was an asshole going around just throwing pickup lines at people. And I mean, he was just saying some crazy stuff. And here's the thing about pickup lines. Okay. Pickup lines are not that bad. 
All things considered, though, it all depends on the context. It all depends on who you say it to. And more importantly, it's got to be funny. If you can make someone laugh, it's not creepy. If they're laughing, if it's like a joke and it's a, like a genuine joke, it's fine. There's some people that like pickup lines, and it works for them. I'm sure they... So, saying pickup lines is not the bad thing here. It's not not knowing the atmosphere that you're in, not understanding that this is a work environment, that, that this is a co-worker, that this is not a, a place to be making someone feel uncomfortable when they have to see you every day because they don't have the ability to stay away from you. They have to answer to you. They have to work with you, and you're making them feel uncomfortable. And this is how they make their living, and you're making every day of their, you know, them making a living, a living hell. So that's the, that's the thing about pickup lines. But they do, they do serve a purpose in a non-work environment. If you're at a bar and you're trying to hit on someone, say the bartender, you can say a joke. You can say a pickup line. But I also, in my opinion, I think pickup lines have to be original. You can't say a recycled pickup line because nobody's really impressed by that. It's not impressive. You have to come up with something that you could, could have only have come up with in that particular moment to show that you did come up with that, that that is your idea and that is your cleverness. So I'm not knocking the whole pickup line thing is I just think that there's a time and place for them. And at your work, it's not, it's neither of those things. It's not the time or the place. And so John deserved to get his ass beat, you know, and he was thinking like, oh, I'm the boss. Ain't nobody going to mess with me. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? But that's where, that's where John fucked up because he didn't know that undercover HR CEO billionaire owner was nearby hearing all this shit. And he was he was overhearing Emily talk about John's creepiness to a bunch of co-workers. And he was like, what? He did what? He said what to her? He's doing what in my in my office or in my building? He's making everyone feel uncomfortable. He's being unprofessional. Fuck that dude. I'm gonna go beat his ass. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to go put on my nice suit. Roll up my sleeves. I don't know why he put on his suit. Doesn't sound like something you want to fight in, but I'm not HR, CEO, billionaire owner. So I don't know how those guys think, but that's what he did. And he he did all that. And he rolled up to John. He was like, hey, I mean, he was like, you know, he was doing what people do when they're about getting ready to fight somebody. You know, they're slapping their fist into their hand and they're saying, he's basically saying, he's, he's like, I'm pulling up. Like, I want the smoke. I want to beat you up. The bottom line is, is he's there to kick John's ass for making Emily feel uncomfortable because Jeff, who is this undercover HR CEO billionaire boss, does not stand for that. And he was and he exposed John. He was just like, I overheard all these pickup lines you were saying. I heard that you said that you were going to give her a few inches tonight, even though you're not qualified. You're not you're not a certified weatherman. And you just can't be saying that. Not in my building. So they fought. 
they got into a heated fight, and it was violent. I mean, they were punching each other. John even tried swinging a hammer, and he knocked some other person out named Greg. He was just an innocent bystander. And then it backfired because he ended up tripping over the guy, which gave Jeff the upper hand, and he just started beating him, you know, over his face. And, just, you know, he just Jeff kicked his ass, and it was violent. I mean, gas were being overturned, papers were scattered, and then he tossed them up against the window. And then he broke the tossing up against the tossed him up against the window, which broke it. And then Jeff just did a whole leap in the air where he came down with an elbow that knocked John, knocked them both down. They both fell from the 74th floor. And because I, I don't know, I don't know how they survived or well, John didn't survive. I don't know how Jeff survived, but. Somehow, I guess he just had a very lucky landing. Maybe he landed in the perfect spot on top of on top of John's body. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. But he survived. John, though, didn't. He was laid out in the street. And then that's when Jeff stood over his body and said, you can consider yourself terminated. And then walked back into the office. And he was a hero because he saved the day. He he got rid uh he got rid of the toxic boss that was just making everyone's life a miserable hell by saying stupid pickup lines towards people. So he got what he deserved. And then, you know, then Emily ran up to hug him, say thank you, but then Jeff felt like she was coming on too strong with the hug and he was like no we're not doing this again i just literally killed somebody for you know coming on to you too strong for harassing you now you're coming on to me too strong no he was like i'm firing you you're out of here and then that was the end of the story so that's that's just what happened here um man it's just it's just crazy, man. Like, uh, all John had to do was just be cool. Just be cool. Do his job. Leave Emily alone. Uh, respect her boundaries and just be a good human. But, you know, he couldn't, he couldn't resist. He had to be the piece of shit that he really was. And then little did he know that Jeff, the undercover HR CEO billionaire boss was nearby and that he also knew how to fight. So, kind of a sad ending. And then Emily got fired because she got excited and hugged Jeff too strong. And then Jeff was like, no, you're also part of this problem, too. You're out of here. Now, that is also very debatable. Um, but, you know what? You're not supposed to be touching people. You know, I don't know. I think that's kind of harsh that she got fired, to be honest with you. I don't I know. I'm trying to come up, come up with a defense for that, but... I don't really have one. A um, couple, a lot of things in this story. There's a lot of holes in this. Like, how did how did Jeff survive the fall? Nobody knows. That's going to remain a mystery. Um, did John do anything else? Because getting elbowed, you know, through a window and falling down to and plummeting to his death really seems kind of harsh for just uh, throwing out pickup lines. But that's what happened to him. 
So I don't know. I like this story. I like that. I like the violence. I like the fighting and everything. You know, I'm a big action guy, but I think the most important part of this story, the moral of this story is just don't be a jackass. Just don't be a piece of shit throwing out pickup lines and coming on too strong to people at work, making them feel uncomfortable. Okay. That's just the moral of this story. So this Christmas season, if you're at a Christmas party, if you're getting a little loose, getting a little drunk with your coworkers, just remember they are still your colleagues. They are still coworkers. You know what I'm saying? They are not open game for you to hit on. So remember that because undercover HR CEO billionaire might be watching. And you don't want to piss him off. All right. That's all I got. Uh, hope everybody enjoyed that story. I hope everybody enjoyed that little rant. Uh, me breaking down the story. Um, like uh, like I just said, Christmas is coming up. Uh, I hope to have another episode drop before then. But the way things have been going, I'm on another podcast too. So, you know, I just got a lot going on. And I got a podcast that we haven't even started back up yet. But... Um, that we've been trying to get going and, uh, anyways, I want to say, uh, I appreciate all of you for clicking on this. It really does mean a lot to me. I know I come off as a narcissist in the beginning of this podcast. That was by design, just a, uh, a creative thing that I was, that I was trying. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but anyways, I love all of you. I respect all of you. and. You're all important to me, and I hope you guys have a great holiday. Whatever you celebrate, I hope you enjoy it. Have a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year, all that. Now, all of that might be completely uh, me getting ahead of myself because I do plan on dropping a new episode before Christmas, but just in case I don't, I wanted to say all that. So. Please uh, remember me. Please come back and check out any other episodes that I might be dropping. And, or I, I will be dropping, not might be dropping. And check out my other podcasts. Find me on TikTok. I am the last option. And uh, until the next episode, take care. And uh, no hitting on your coworkers. Later.